Welcome to the Colchester Garden Festival podcast, brought to you by In Colchester and Our Colchester, and hosted by me, Lee Connolly, the Skinny Jean Gardener. The Colchester Garden Festival runs from the 21st of July to the 22nd of August, and as part of the festival, we have these four-part podcasts to enjoy on the walking trails into town. Plus, there's school gardens over by the Mercury Theatre where I'll be hosting my very own show on the 31st of July. There's sow and grow sessions throughout the whole month and there's so much more. Find out more at inculture.co.uk forward slash garden dash festival. Welcome to the podcast. Like I said, welcome to the Colchester Garden Festival podcast. And my name is Lee Conley, the Skinny Jean Gardener. You may have seen me on such programs such as Blue Peter, that's right, BBC Teach, Sunday Brunch, and even a little stint on The Gadget Show. That's right, I tested out some lawnmowers and stuff on The Gadget. Anyway, doesn't matter. I'm also a podcaster of six years, and I absolutely love children's gardening now on this podcast you are going to be able to hear some special interviews that are from my very own teacher parent garden podcast my daughter olive has some top tips for you and i've also got a great idea from a how to get kids garden book which i wrote i must say uh, which you can also win if you get to the end of the trail now there's four trails and you are listening to the north station trail everybody on your way into town to see what else culture garden festival has to offer for you and i'm going to talk you through the trail and hopefully join you along the way to keep you company if you're going it alone but if you're not maybe you want to do this on your own too but also if you head to the website there's the trail map, which also gives you a few questions that you can answer along the way to make your little trip a little bit more interesting. Now, the North Trail starts on the roundabout opposite the North Station train station, everybody. Uh, so that is the place to head. You'll see the plaques one, two, six, all the way into town. You'll see the Culture to Garden Festival plaques which will guide you along the way as well. But that is the roundabout we're going to start from. Then you're going to walk through the bridge, under the bridge uh, near the station, and carry on through opposite the Albert, where you will find, everybody, a area that we have a question. We got a, we've got a question. We've got que- Oh, yeah, we've got questions. Oh, yeah, uh, as, you go, <laughs> as you go through that. Uh, was you, when you hit the Avenue of Remembrance, uh, there is an area called the Schedule of Memorial. And one of the things that I found really interesting while I put together these trails was areas that usually you just walk past. And that's what I really love about this. And that's why on the maps we've got questions which make you look, make you question what is there. Once you've gone through this, uh, you need to head, carry on your way into town and you'll find an anchor. But where? Did that anchor come from? As you carry on through over the bridge, 
there's a question about that. That's an amazing little river there where I have kayaked down once or twice. You might find me along there throughout the summer just kayaking into town. And then as you just hit the bottom of North Hill, there's a water fountain. But what was it for? And does it still work? Go find that out. As you carry your, carry on your way up North Hill, you'll find yourself at the Jumbo, an incredible structure, and the amazing school gardens that primary schools from around Colchester have built. If it's a warm day and you've got some water, maybe you could give those gardens a little water for me. The children have worked so, so hard in creating those gardens. And we would love you to vote and tell us what your best is. Because each school is in for a chance of winning something called a school garden success plan, which supports children's gardening. They also could win some tools and uh, some books as well from... Uh, the How to Get Kids Gardening author, Lee Connolly. That's me. Uh, you too can win a How to Get Kids Gardening book by taking a photo near the Jumbo and the school gardens and put it onto social medias with the hashtag Colchester Garden Festival. Make sure you tag myself, Skinny Jean Gardener, and in Colchester as well, and you could be in for a chance of winning that book. But it's a great route to get into town. I really like this route. It takes probably about half hour to get in so hopefully this podcast will uh you'll be able to enjoy it along the way uh, but yeah there's so much to see this is probably the route with the most things that you just walk past and probably don't really think about uh, i'm i'm guilty of that too so uh please do enjoy this trail now on this podcast uh, i thought i would put some of my vintage episodes from uh, my podcast the award-winning teacher parent garden club now when i first started in 2017 i interviewed some incredible people from around colchester all of which you can hear on some of the other podcasts uh, from the colchester garden festival which i put little clips in just for you but in this episode i've actually got someone that was on one of my first episodes my brother dale that's it dale used to be a skinny jean gardener until we had a bit of an oasis split so we do talk now it's okay don't panic um but dale uh, came on the podcast and we had a really great chat and i always enjoy chatting to dale on the podcast so here is a little clip from that vintage time of 2017 hey do you want to say hello to the podcasters podcastees good morning good afternoon good evening good day podcasters podcast listeners we're the pod well please the podcaster yeah yeah this is toast Ale. <laughs> We're drinking it. Going straight in with the, <laughs> the plug. plug. Do you get paid by this? It is. No, I don't. I um. I actually I learned about toast beer. Oh, it must have been a year or so ago. It was very hard to get hold of unless you were inside London. But what wait, is it? Well, it's toast is brewed with unsold loaves from bakeries and unused crusts from sandwich makers we're just reading off the <laughs> profits go to the charity um cha- goes to charity feedback and their fight against food waste making t- that is good yeah so what do they actually do 
money goes or charity. Well, you also uh, food food waste is um, to help towards um, reducing food waste. Toast use the unsold loaves uh -huh. to make beer, which we're drinking now. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant idea. Yeah, it's a nice pale ale. It's beautiful. It's actually Friday. Buds a bike goes past. It's Friday and we're sitting. Oh, do you want to explain where we're sitting? So we're we're sitting in a garden. Look out for that ball. So there's a there's some neighbours playing football, playing football, which is fine, oh, of course. Oh, and oh. it does come over into this garden. Um, Occasionally, yeah, we're, sit we're sitting in a, in a garden which is not really mine. Yeah, I'm more tending it more than more than owning it. Um, but the sun's sort of just um, beginning to tuck its way behind the tree, the fence, or the tr the, f the tree and the fence panels. Um, on my left hand side, we've got a. Uh, it's not a compost heap. It so it's a. Um the dumping ground at the moment. Well, yeah, I just need to bag it all up into the uh, council green get, bags get to get rid. And on the right-hand side, we've got four trenches with a variety of um, potatoes in. I really should have had the names of potatoes. That would have been quite interesting. It's all right. It's good. For this podcast, wouldn't it? Yeah, no. You've got show notes? Nah, nah. Can you do show notes? I can do. I'll add it in afterwards. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, well... It'd be nice to put some show notes in because the uh, potatoes are from Rocket Gardens. Okay. He's getting all the brand. <laughs> brand. Do you, are you just using this as a total brand awareness? I've got to say, Rocket Gardens have been fantastic. I'm going to bleep the name out. Look, they, they really have. We've got a naughty wind. Naughty wind, that's right. Garden. Um, yeah, so we've got uh, so four different varieties of potatoes in four different trenches. So you're using um, the allotment mainly just for potatoes this year? Just a potato grower this year <laughs> in the uh, allotment but they're, they're varieties that you wouldn't um, and you'll see this in the show notes varieties that you wouldn't get in the supermarkets and that's what makes it special yeah because I always say grow. about potatoes so the other week someone said about growing potatoes uh, a bit boring about growing potatoes it's Just boring if you no no no, yeah. no you're, what you're saying is great because you're saying you're, you're growing stuff that's not in the supermarkets but yeah. people who just grow normal potatoes you can just get potatoes for pretty cheap the other day I saw a bag of potatoes for two quid a, ma a massive kilogram yeah. bag but because you're growing different varieties mm. that's nice yes I think some I don't I don't know I think some of these potatoes are like purple maybe purple potatoes yeah um, I don't know check the show notes <laughs> these, you're putting a lot on these show notes yeah so there's, there's four trenches um and a little raised area at the top there. Is that going to become a seating area, is it? There's going to be a meadow, actually. Oh. Um, well, shall I explain like, why we're in this garden? Like, what yeah, is garden? explain what we're doing here, man. What is this? What, how did you require it? What's going on? So we're, in, we're at the bottom of um, a Roman hill in Colchester. Yeah. Um, at the top of the hill, there's a castle. Um, and we moved... I don't really know why that, that was... Sort of, not really relevant. It's good just putting it out there, though. <laughs> but we so I moved into the house which backs onto this garden um, about a year and a half ago, and the garden that we're sitting in at the moment mm -hmm. was just overgrown and unused. And you know, as a gardener, I 
really, really had the urge to find out, um, you know, how it could be put to a better use than, than just and who owned grass. it? Yeah, who owned it? Um, so I ended up speaking to the neighbours and tracking down the guy who owned it, who was it's a really boring part of the story. But oh, oh someone's almost just come through the. What is going on? Someone's almost come through the fence. Yeah, those forks are holding that fence up <laughs> for long. Someone comes yeah. over it. Um, <laughs> right, I tra- anyway, look, I, I tracked down the, the guy. This is a bit boring, but I tracked, no, down, good. I tracked down the guy who owned the garden. Um, scored a deal. A, a deal. Scored a deal with him. Yeah. To have use of the garden if I kept um, tidy a driveway and a front patch, which is sort of cur- a curbside. Yeah. Garden. Well, maybe we can speak about that later. The curbside yeah, yeah. garden because it's become a bit more than just tending that mm-hmm. curbside garden um, so yeah so I just, when I first took this over this garden it was overgrown and also right at the back of it um, builders had buried their rubbish so there was like panes of glass and oh, really? um, dustbin bags like black bin bags that had been buried mm. under the ground um, I can't get the bulls just come over go and get the bull Dale's just going to go and get the bull so we're surrounded by like Houses and stuff around here. There you go. It's quite quite a big game of football going on next door. He's back. Here he is. Um, so a lot of rubbish, a lot of rubbish, and yeah, we so we started. Um, so the the whole idea of this garden was never to acquire it as a sort of private garden for myself, and yeah. invited the other neighbours in, and we yeah we started growing. This was like about a year ago. Yeah, that we started doing this. Um, and then this this year, you know, this this growing season, I'm, I'm starting to invite other neighbours. So it's a community. C- yeah, it's the plan. It's the plan. Is it for it to be a community garden? Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to build trust within the community first, and you know you can't just you can't just go in and. F- the thing is, the thing is, with a community garden, it has to be community focused. Yeah. So it hasn't, it can't be any biased towards it being your garden or there. You know, it's all about everyone. Yeah, everyone's got to get involved. Um, so one of the ways I'm going to try to do that is to, you know, we've got a, uh, a notice board at the front of the garden. Yeah. It's to say we're going to be here every Tuesday night, you know, six to eight. Come in, the, the gate will be open. Yeah. You know, six to eight, and that's sort of first steps to okay. make it a community garden. That's pretty cool. Was so everyone will be growing bits in here? Eventually, yeah. hopefully, yeah. Eventually, and hopefully by the time they, by the time we do really open our doors properly to the community, we would have done quite a lot of the hard work to get it to a point where they can enjoy gardening, enjoy coming in rather yeah. than feel like a a chore, a chore. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you invite them straight away to be clearing glass panels, and um, you know, unfortunately, you know, in these gardens as well, we found some um, some drug paraphernalia as well Um, so you know it's been unused for a while yeah it's a very urban setting that we're in right now that's why I I don't know if it was part of this podcast but you could hear the motorbike yeah yeah yeah, I was in it I was in it (laughs) (laughs) so this is your second garden you got a little courtyard garden yeah and then so backing onto this garden we have a courtyard but they're not there's no gateway to it from our house you know there's a separate gate on on the roadside, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, they're, they're two separate things. But 
the best is yet to come here in what we call Cork Garden. Cork Garden, I can see. Um, I can see the Cork Garden sign shining bright. But it, maybe even that's not a good idea if it's a community garden because my house is called Cork House. It's just sort so of owning it. Puts a bit of ownership on it, so maybe that needs to change. This is good, it's like workshopping. Workshopping as we, workshopping as we as go. We cast, yeah. podcast. So then, so then, so part of the deal was, so I, you know, I get this, but you know, this is of no value to me apart from enjoying gardening. Yeah. Uh, and then we have this curbside garden. Yeah, tell me about it. People, and it's too com- might, it's too complicated to explain why there's a curbside garden, but there is. There is, yeah. Um, people might have seen on the Instagram a few weeks ago. Yeah. Can you tell there. them what happened? What what happened? Well, not with the tree that fell. Oh, the tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't tell them the story about the tree. So, this this curbside garden had a, had a tree that had pretty much died. You know, it was rotten inside. Uh-huh. So, um, Lee brought down the uh, uh, the electric chainsaw, yep. which um, still kindly gifted, gifted to you. Yeah. Um, and uh, he fired it up. It's yeah. the first time we've gardened with each other, 2017 style. It really is, yeah, it was. It, it was. Not really, is it? It was. Went in classic Chuckle Brothers style. Yeah. So Lee took to the tree, um, and he sort of he cut a, a couple of branches down, didn't you? Yeah. But then you Very thought, professional. Yeah, you thought let's tim- let's do a timber. On it. <laughs> I don't think I said timber, but yeah, we, we timbered, and um, <laughs> it was extremely close to bouncing off the roof of a car and pulling down some BT phone lines um, at the same time. Yeah. But, but you um, really wouldn't have, you couldn't have, you, you couldn't have guessed it. Guessed that would happen. No, that was an unfortunate. Like it really was. It wasn't looking like it was going to tilt that way. And the moral of the story is, um, well, it didn't happen. So. Yeah, but also, the the, po- the point of those tools are though, those chainsaws. It's not a, um, it's not a product for professionals. No, it's for the every yeah everyday for, person. Yeah, I'm not. You know, you're not a um, tree surgeon, are you? God no. So, the whole point of that product is for everyday people to be able to. Well, anyway, we cut the tree down. Is it coming into like selling? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you been asked to sell things? <laughs> is that what it is? It's a very profitable. Po- pro- once this podcast it's a very goes profitable up, podcast for me. Once this, this is the first person to be named off so many, <laughs> quite so many products. It's quite, so quite recently with that curbside garden. So yeah, so we took the tree down, we membraned it. Um, it's quite weed. It's quite a weedy area. Yeah, and it needs you know we need it to be. Oh, so, so you're getting people like. Yeah, and they said, oh look, why don't we put a bench in there so, you know, the community can come and sit. Yeah. In there. So yeah, that's a fantastic idea. You know, definitely worth consideration. Mm-hmm. I've also spoke to a local artist, and we're going to do an art gallery on oh, um, the fence panels nice. um, you said about that did I say it already no you said you told me about it oh, okay. you didn't tell <laughs> my car, so. <laughs> I should probably say yeah say what's in we this what's in this toast beer <laughs> um, and uh, then there's a local school that we're going to reach out to and you know, say to them let's, let's show some of your art on this as well this mm-hmm. curbside the curbside art gallery yeah um, so it, it could be really good we said about it <clears throat> turn it into a bit of an educational yeah an educational oh yeah because we spoke a little yeah. bit about this as well because it's near school at the yeah. moment we, we turned the tree into a, a bug hotel yeah 
That's the start. Oh yeah, and and then so instead of just like getting rid of all of the wood, it's been um, it was cut down and turned into a bug hotel. Yeah, which is there as well. So, because we're blinded by the sun, you don't know when a, that ball's going to hit. You can us. just see a ball flying. Just, yeah, can't you? And since then, Dale has moved to an actual bit of a bigger garden, uh, which is quite cool. And he's become quite the gardener, I can tell you that. Even though he's not a skinny jean gardener, he's got great help from me, sure, advice and support. Uh, but yeah, he is, uh, since then, all those years back, he's become quite the gardener, uh, which is great to be able to see. Um, now, one of the things that, like I said, you can win uh, when you get to the big jumbo is a How to Get Kids Gardener book. And I thought, as part of this podcast, I would tell you a few ideas um, from the book. Uh, and then this one, I wanted to highlight wildlife. I think wildlife in our gardens are so important. And this is a great little garden to make that no matter what size garden you've got, you can create. Now, it's made of my favourite thing, and I probably should be sponsored by them, but I don't know how you'd ever be washing up bowls. That's right, Lee Connolly, the Skinny Jean Gardener, sponsored by Washing Up Bowls. Um, the Washing Up Bowl uh, frog pond is so simple to create, and you don't have to dig it into the ground, but you can get frogs from it, which is the amazing thing. We had one in our garden until we changed our garden about. It took about a year and a half for frogs to join us, but when they did, it was absolutely amazing, and we do need to put one back into the garden. Now, all you need to do is get a washing up bowl. If you've got some space in the garden, you can dig it into the ground. If you've got a balcony, you could just put it onto the balcony, pop a brick into the washing up bowl. This holds the washing up bowl down, but also, if a hedgehog falls in it, it makes it a little bit easier for them to jump out. Then you put a roof tile or a slate over half of it. This gives the frogs, if they come along, a little bit of protection from the sunshine. And then just fill it with water. It's as simple as that. And then it's just a case of waiting. That's it. Just wait. And the frogs will come. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, and in a hot, hot weather, you do have to keep... It topped up just a little bit as the water will go down. But just keep topping it up as you water your garden and the frogs will join you. Which is great to get rid of slugs if they come along. The frogs will keep your slug population down. And also it's just nice to have some wildlife back in the garden, isn't it? So go check that one out. Now, as part of this podcast as well, I asked my daughter, who's seven years old, to give us some of her top gardening tips. And all I did was give her the microphone and said, off you go. So here, here, uh, yeah, I know, right? Here is one of her top gardening tips. Second top tip, how to be cool if you're in the garden and doing some things. Keep cool. If you could get, if you would get to stay in the shade and stay in the shade and do things. And also, if you go in your swimming pool, if you have one, you could get cool too. That is one. And also drink water and wear a sun hat too. And sun cream and also, also... You ha you can if you want to. You can wear glasses because the sun can really burn your eyes. And be careful 
if you do anything in the sun, like, because it could cause fire, couldn't it? Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. Careful. So, yeah, that's second top tip. Watch out, Monty Don, because Olive's on the way, everybody. Uh, thank you so much to Olive for being part of this podcast. And thank you to you for listening as well. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and the audio that was joining you on your way into town like i said remember i've said it about a thousand times in podcast make sure you take a photo and you can win some books everybody and uh, and there's so much to see throughout the whole month of the culture garden festival like the school gardens like the sow and grow sessions that i'm doing throughout town plus there's bits in culver square you can go and find out about pollinators and loads of the shops have taken part this year by planting up some plant is outside so go and enjoy it get some photos and hopefully this whole garden festival has inspired you to no matter what space you've got become a gardener hope you enjoy the rest of your summer You've been listening to the Culture Garden Festival podcast. Remember, there's three more other podcasts that you can listen to this year as you walk into town. And perhaps next time, bring some family and friends along the way to enjoy the trail and answer the questions where you can win a How to Get Kids Gardening book. There's so much to see this year at Culture Garden Festival. And if you see any of it, take a snap and make sure you pop onto social media with the hashtag, hashtag Culture Garden Festival. With thanks to Inculchester and our Colchester, remember, the website for all the information on this year's activities is inculchester.co.uk forward slash garden dash festival. My name's been Lee Conley, the Skinny Jean Gardener. Thanks for listening and see you very soon. Yeah.